Hey everyone, and welcome to 121 Gigawatts. We are from the Malfuzz Network. I'm Connor. That's Matt. Yep. Yeah, he, he is going to say something. Yeah. And yeah, we talk about movies. We're going to talk about Molly's Game, which is a you know, relative new release. It's getting some award season buzz. I'm restraining myself not to yell Chastain like yep. I do. Yeah, I, I, was, I was giving him a break because I was assuming yeah. he was going to because yeah. I'm just used to that now. I, I have to be restrained. I am not Sorkin, therefore... I don't, I don't have the cred not to be unrestrained. That's uh, it. We, this is Sorkin's directorial debut. Obviously, he's done mm-hmm. a, a lot of things as a writer, and that's where he's you know developed his, TV, his style. Movies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's done novels, but he should. Like, I feel like they'd be about a thousand pages long if he did. It, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> Stephen King's having this renaissance right now. Like, he's been more in the scene than I can ever remember in my. 32 years on this planet. Like kids at the school I work at are carrying it around and you could murder a small dog. With yes. That as, as, as I've often said, that book is thick enough to kill a horse with. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure if Sorkin put out something of that level and we don't audience, Oh, I yeah. definitely would. Like, yeah. yeah, this, this, I mean, that's the first thing to say about this movie. It's the most Sorkin movie you'll ever watch. It's the most Sorkin that's ever Sorkin. Like, yes, there's there's no one to hold him back. There's no one to filter his words and do anything with. It's just pure, unrestricted soaking. And see, I was worried like he was going to get lost, and like he was going to be so focused on the actors delivering his dialogue, he would lose parts of direction. And from the moment this movie starts, it's Sorkin. Like it it's is. snappy. It's quick. It's informative like that's what i like he does in his writing is he'll put these little tidbits yeah a little fact yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep it spoiler free for now though honestly mm-hmm. the plot's relatively straightforward so there's not yeah. that much to spoil it's kind of predictable but not necessarily in a bad way because most of it is just coming through the dialogue it's snappy there's a lot of narration yeah so uh, we should say it stars jessica chastain who's my personal muse mm-hmm. uh, i love everything she does uh funnily enough i saw this uh, movie in the same exact theater I saw the first movie I saw her in, which was Lawless. So that was weird. Like, uh, you know, this must be the Chastain Theater for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So. They just they, 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 that one likes her. It's like, yeah, we'll 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 get that Matt money coming in. That's <laughs> exactly. Probably didn't need to spend three times, but whatever. They, it's <laughs> theirs now. Yeah. <laughs> also, and, stars and... Idris Elba. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, so as solid as ever. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner. Who, in a turn, playing uh, dads, who I might not agree with. Yeah. Uh, continue with that streak from, from Man of Steel. Yeah, no, that was, uh, I didn't actually know he was in the movie before I went and saw yeah, it. I was like, oh, I. okay, it's, it's Kevin Costner. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, I guess the other big star in this one is Michael Sayer playing Player X, who uh, yeah. I'm sure is an amalgam. We'll, we'll get to him probably in the spoiler section. But uh, Sarah, pretty, pretty good. I mean, he's, he's Michael Sarah. <laughs> he's yeah no he's playing the the michael sarah not quite cheese but strange vibe yeah. yes he is yeah he has uh, a he has a weird delivery in his uh, in a style of speech in this one he does yeah but so, i mean overall uh i like this movie quite a lot i, I did hmm? you yeah oh i did i did it's so i i hadn't seen a trailer until a couple weeks ago it just never popped up. So I, I only kind of knew what it was about because 
I had been following this project. It was Sorkin and Chastain, and it was about this this girl who had run or lady uh, who had ran this poker game and then got in trouble with the feds. and And here we go. I had no idea it was going to be about more like that's what it is on its top level. But there's yeah. a lot more going on than the trailer would even suggest. And the, a big part of this movie is that it's based on off of her own book, off of Molly Bloom. Yes. But what Sorkin does is cool is that it, it takes the period after the book. So the book's been released and the book's almost a character in the movie. And it fills in that time from the book being released till almost now. You know, it, it's a pretty contemporary film. It is. Despite yeah. parts of it taking place in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, that, that's it. The The present day setting is she's just been raided by the, mm-hmm. I think it was the FBI. And yep, FBI. You know, all, all her assets have been seized and they're going, hey, come to a court we're gonna you're gonna sort this out she's off to get a lawyer that's where she runs into idris elba and then the story she tells to him is is how we view what happened right fills us in uh throughout so i, I like how he plays a time in that way uh i almost wish he would have done that more in social network because i was getting social network vibes mm. all through throughout despite not having fincher as a director just the way that the story was was being told. Yeah, I think it's clear Sorkin learned a lot from Fincher. Mm-hmm. And now, it, it shows. Uh, and this will be probably my only negative on the movie. I almost wish someone like Fincher or Soderbergh had directed this. Because Sorkin's fine. But I don't think he's comfortable enough as a director yet to, to put these stylistic flourishes that I think this movie kind of needed. I, no, I agree with that. I think it's lacking a style, but it coasts on his strong writing. And that, yeah. for now, is enough to pass him by until he develops a directorial style of his own. Yeah. Just watching the the poker scenes, I was like, oh, man. So I just watched Ocean's Eleven uh, mm. around New Year's. So I was just like, the way that they handle... Not subtlety, subterfuge, that's the word. The way that Soderbergh does that that there's more going on here, like I would have loved here just mm. because there's so much going on beneath the surface and what Molly Bloom's doing for, you know, basically to, to set up this poker empire, but on the up and up. Cause like up until act three, she never really does anything below the board. No, she's very much, she's the hero. She's co- yeah. consistently, you know, being, no, no, everything I'm doing is legal. I'm keeping mm-hmm. it that way. And, you know, it, slowly she goes off the deep end. That's, Kind right. of point. I mean, it's not quite an unraveling, but you can see her, you know, start yeah. to fray. And I just wish how Soderbergh directed, or even Fincher, the way that he directs, you know, actors that way. I mean, Sorkin's still fine. Like, I'm not going to take away points. It's really a degrees of difficulty. No, I no, I think the thing is, his direction is very competent, and it's yeah. it knows what it's doing. It's just not doing anything flashy. It's just kind of yeah. going, hey, actors, do your thing with my words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, because his words are so strong, he gets away with it for now. Yeah. He can get you know, maybe two or three movies on this until he has to kind of develop a bit more and uh, to keep you coming back for him as a director. Yeah, no, that said, I, as I did enjoy this, I look forward to see what he does next, if it's something of this level, or if he tries to spread out a little more. Because this just, we joked at the beginning, this is a Sorkin story. Like, yeah. Everything, it lends itself to it so well. 
uh, as much as the social network did or even newsroom, which I've only seen a couple episodes of, but it it's contemporary, you know? So I wonder what he would do with something that was set, you know, further in the past. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think I watched a season of uh, West Wing. Mm-hmm. That was, that was really solid from what I've yeah. seen. Yeah. Um, so it's always of that moment, you know, he can yeah. take actual things that are going on and, add that and it gives the the script a sense of reality that sometimes misses because that, that's true he's so on the pulse which mm-hmm. may, maybe would be a problem say he did a period piece in you know 50s yeah. 60s yeah. He'd, he'd have to adapt his dialogue for the yeah. time a lot more and i don't know how well his snappiness would translate yeah i don't know one way to find out really so here's here's hoping yeah do a little experiment <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but you got anything else you want to say before we jump into any spoilery things? Uh, just not really. I mean, the cast is, is fantastic. The story is is good. The direction's good, and I feel like that's the movie's good. I can't I can't go on much longer because without going into spoilers, because then most of my other issues with it come come in there. No, that's it. I think it's a it's a good film that's elevated by its script and its cast yeah. and their great mm-hmm. delivery, but. It's lacking, you know, a bit of a style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, a longer film than you might expect for what it is. It's about yeah. two hours twenty. Personally, I didn't feel that at all. I think it's the way his dialogue is so snappy. There's so much of it yeah. that it just flows through. No, I did start to feel it towards towards a certain scene at a at an ice rink. Mm. You know, but I think that's that scene. I don't think that's that, that's fair, and that's also yeah. from memory about ten minutes from the end. So yeah. that's not too bad if you're only just feeling no. it there. I know, I know some people have said they they thought it felt like really long. Oh no, I, I just don't agree with that. But but again, I'm not the person to say that because I also didn't feel that Zero Dark Thirty was super long. But that might just be again because of Chastain. I don't. Yeah, mind that, that's what I was say. You've got Chastain on, screen. on screen for, especially like, in this movie where she's on screen for like ninety percent. All of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A handful she's, of moments where she's not there. Yeah, and and when she isn't there, like that's what it's so character focused on her. It's weird when she's not in there, like when it's just Elba, uh, yeah. or yeah. Trying to think of some other scenes, but that's that's the main one. Pretty much just the one with Elba, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he so, has his moment of okay, this yeah. is his speech, and what a speech he gives. Oh, that like dude, that man, that man can deliver a monologue. <laughs> I just my first introduction was him was on The Office, and um, when he really came in as yeah, because I I hadn't watched The Wire yet, and it's still I'm a, a season and one episode in, so mm. he's still Stringer Bell, you know, but. Yeah, he he's become this actor now that if he's in it, I want to see it no matter what. That said, I, I tend to miss things like some of his smaller, like No Good Deeds. Probably not gonna watch that because I got savaged. <laughs> so, but yeah, that he made that moment his. And I you know I thought like this is a Sorkin scene, but I also like, well, he needs this. This needs to go on his highlight reel because yeah, he's. Yeah, it's great. So we'll uh, we'll jump into spoilers, I think. Right. So full spoilers. We'll splash the pot, if you will. Yeah. Although, mm-hmm. honestly, don't worry too much because it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. So you you mentioned you had a couple of problems. What what were they? So so mainly Kevin Costner. Mm. I felt like his character only gets certain scenes because they got Kevin Costner. I I don't feel like her issues with her dad. I feel are, are good enough. That she can speak to him without having to interact with him. So 
I'll, we'll just jump to it. At the end of the movie, she's she's argued for herself uh, in, in the court that, you know, yeah, she did some illegal things, but everything else she did, it was on her. Like, no one put her up to this. She did it all herself. And she wants the credit, even if that means her going to jail. And and she sneaks away to this ice rink, and her dad ends up showing up, who we, you know, we know throughout the movie her dad's a psychologist, yeah. and basically gives her a 10-minute psychology like it's not an exam, but uh, breakdown yeah. that I just felt was too heavy-handed. That that's fair. And that whole moment threw me because so she's going around ice skating, which I, I guess we didn't really mention. She used to be an Olympian. She was a a, a skier. Skier. So yeah, it makes sense. Uh, go on the ice, you know, where she's comfortable. Um, she, she wants to feel that again. Like she's she's been so wrapped up in this other world like she's for it's yeah it's, it's kind of going back roots. to her youth yeah exactly yeah. and um she's she's kind of zipping around the ice rink and then she sees her dad and oh. you know she she slips because the shock right. and i thought she was just seeing things at first mm-hmm. so when when he was actually there that kind of threw me yeah but definitely yeah it, it was i didn't hate the scene i think costner's you know he's, he's solid it's, it's the just... best he is because throughout most of the movie he's just stern dad and we yeah. see her as, as a teenager arguing with him and we know there's a deep-seated issue at play and we come to find out that you know molly figured out that when she was young dad was cheating on mom and... yeah she subconsciously knew which yeah. i don't know i didn't feel like needed to be there personally i, I, think, I think so i think it was better for me it was better before when she was just you know someone who has problems with their parents you know she's mm-hmm. been a bit of a teenager uh, you know rebelling because he's you know he's trying to push her into this path yeah. and then she learns she, we see she does like actually knowingly learn about the affair a bit later on when she's a you know a young adult i don't know teenager not sure yeah. exactly later teen years yeah and you know so she does know then so it makes sense for after that why she doesn't speak to him much and you know, so mm-hmm. the moment still would have played here for me without the other subtext yeah well and that's the whole thing you have this whole movie about a strong woman that is basically doing things because men have told her she can't yeah you know you can't be a skier and she goes and and goes to qualify for the olympics uh and the only reason she doesn't make it is because of a freak accident right oh uh, which uh, which i want to say yeah. uh, for as lack of a directorial style as we're saying that's i still yeah. felt the impact of that accident because that looked yeah. like it hurt well, as and soon that's the opening scene. Yeah. And and that's as flashy, I think, as he gets is in it that is. scene. And it is. and that's again, that's what I was talking about earlier about it's super sorkin because the way that the the edits happen and they're quick and there's all the side knowledge going on about how they you know, they'll put these these twigs pine tree branches, yeah, these twigs in the snow so the downhill skiers can get a sense of uh, depth. You know, because it's all just snow and it's downhill. And she ends up hitting one going top speed and unbuckles her ski and she just eats it over the... You know, the, you know it's 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 the, the Winter Olympics next month. I'm going to be on the yep. lookout for any pine branches. I want to see if this yes. is a thing. Yeah. And and so, yeah, and, and the way that he seeds that info throughout is it's almost a throwaway. And then when you see her hit it, you don on it as she's explaining it. And I feel yeah. that that is... That's great a storytelling. I just wish there were other scenes like the poker scenes later, you know, or or the scenes where some of her business partners turn on her 
that were seeded a little bit better, so they just don't come from nowhere. No, no, that's know? true. It's it's the the moments where it's the side dialogue with the narration, the side stories mm-hmm. where you've got the quick edits between things. Yep. That's when it's got at its most stylistic and at its yep. best. Where when it is just okay, these are the characters in a room. Yep. It's still good because the dialogue's good, but it is just okay. Let's point the camera and watch. Yeah, exactly, and, and that's fine because he's he's said, and I take it as a joke. Other people don't that the best way to adapt his stuff is to set the screenplay on a stool and mm-hmm. then turn the page every so often, you know? No, uh, I think he's being serious when he says that. And cause he, he's proved yeah. that here where he's, he's essentially yeah. just done that. He's gone, right. Take a seat. Yeah. Act. Yeah. So, you know, but back to the Costner scene is cause we, we did our own side stuff yeah, right there. Did, yeah. <laughs> but, Insert your own quick edits. Yeah. So, he ends up breaking her down and the whole reason that she's done this is just basically because she's trying to prove to dad that she's worth it. And I feel like kind of cheapens her entire arc because yeah. I don't think it's that. I think it's her own like, Hey, I can do this. I was going to go to law school. I was going to, you know, whatever I set out to do, I was going to do. And, you know, I, I just felt this whole 10 minute, you know, I'm going to break you down and, and tell you what your issues really are. Does the character of Molly a disservice? It does a bit because it's like here, here's instead of us learning it in a bit more of a natural way, it's, it's like Sorkin's dialogue got the better of him where he didn't mm-hmm. know how else to do it except through dialogue. So it's like, exactly. here, I'm just going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does suffer for that, which is a shame because that is the climax of the movie. It is. Uh, although I do like the courtroom scene there. Yeah. Uh, with the judge and, and again he seeds that throughout and it's great storytelling of yeah he how keeps telling I just, how, yeah this judge always follows their recommendations to the letter yep. he's never wavered you know over you know, yep. 20 odd years or whatever it was yeah and he and he's a good judge and he doesn't just look at the the letter of the law it's the spirit of the law and that's what it boils down to and the fact that she wants to take credit clearly she's proud of what she's done and that that means that she probably didn't have anything to do with the organized crime element, you know. Yeah. So yeah, he, he basically uh, just goes, "Hey, yeah, she she ran a she ran a legal poker game, mm-hmm. but she's not connected with the mobs. Don't be stupid." Yeah. He, she's like, "Yeah, she made a bit of money, but she does did the same as every casino in the country. It's it's exactly. not that bad. It's it's illegal, sure, but come on, yeah. we're not we're not putting her in with the mob." No, and uh, and that's what I like, and just. That whole works just because of the journey from from Elba. Because there's an earlier scene, the first time they they sit for the arraignment, that he he still doesn't know he's going to be the lawyer or not. And then as the judge starts talking, he keeps representing her. While and then the judge goes to talk and he leans back and talks with yeah with he, Molly. he keeps saying you know swap with me with this guy that was yeah. between them and then yeah. he'd, he'd speak to her and then go right swap back. And then they go like 30 seconds and do it again. And it, it, yep. it's, it's quite a comical scene, even though it, it, obviously it leads to a big moment for him. Yeah. And so you learn everything you need to know about him as a lawyer in that scene. And then it comes, it pays off in that last scene about her, you know, uh, about the judge and what the judge yeah. feels about her. And, you know, and then he sets the stacks against her just like everyone else has. And that's, I think the, the biggest thing I like outside of Chastain, of course, is, is how well the story is she goes all in with everything it's just like a poker game it is and 
when you're all in and you know you have the advantage, you're going to win, yeah. you know? And here, she has the advantage. She she takes that gamble of, no, this is something to be proud of. I'm not going to let them take it from me like they've done everything else over my life. And yeah. she ends up winning. And yeah, and he, and it helps that we're on her side because she's not mm-hmm. wanting to give these people up. She has all this dirt on yep. like everyone. And, and oh. she's constantly like, yeah, I could give this up. I could get out of this. You know, we, we're constantly reminded of that. But she's like, no, I don't want to destroy their families. I don't want to destroy their lives. That's not yeah. worth it. And obviously yeah. that that's Elba's big speech is about that, about how she's ultimately is a good person, even though, yeah, she had some problems. She, she got, you know, she had a bit of a drug problem and, you know, she did break the law a little bit, but ultimately she was a good person. Yeah, she has integrity. Everything yeah. she's done is due to her integrity, even even down to the point where she is skimming chips uh, at these games. It's because she runs the game at such a legal level. She, The amount of money that's going through there, she's not going to be able to pay off. Yeah, if, that, that was it. It was, it was the point that there are a few people who uh, over the time have made bets that they can't actually pay. Yep. And as she is now running it, she's the one responsible for covering that. Yep. And ultimately, it got to a point where she couldn't afford to do that. So right. she had to skim it so that she didn't have to send hitmen after the other people to exactly. collect. So again, she even though she broke the law, she keeps her integrity. She does it yeah. for... And, and it's not reason. like she gets off completely free either. Yeah, no. she, she, she doesn't get any of the jail time with the mob. And she does get her money back, which was seized yep. wrongly. But right. she has to do, I think it was like 200 hours of community service, you know, a, yeah. a bunch of stuff that is a more reasonably fitting of the of the crime she committed. Yeah, exactly. And exactly what you just said, that it is fitting for, yeah. for what she had done. And I just, she's such a great character too. As I, I almost wanted to pick up this book because if it's written at all and, and, you know, that Sorkin just adapted it, then I kind of I kind of want to see what this like real life was like because the whole reason that she doesn't want to give up the the uh, the celebrities is she's like well that's not my game my game is poker not telling secrets and yeah. she ends up losing a ton of money on her book advance because she won't name names she only names you know names that were brought up in this deposition that were already public record yeah and again keeping her integrity. Uh, and uh, so let's let's talk about the LA scenes too, because that that's where the majority of the poker stuff happens. And they he kind of tries to teach you the game Sorkin does. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, I, you, are you already able to play? You you familiar enough? Oh, I'm I'm familiar enough. Like I'm not a expert by any means. You know, I'm not like these guys that know, you know, what cards are on the table and what have been played, and if you have this additional advantage, but. I understand how it works. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same. I know enough to know all the terms they're saying and yeah. to know, okay, you, you, this is better than this. Yeah, I, I would be. What was the character's name that gets him in uh, at the deposition? Bad uh, Brad. Bad Brad. That that'd probably be me. Me. I just want to play. I don't. Yeah. Probably yeah. not going to win, but you know, uh, I've heard people take down this that it's you know, oh, they should have done better explaining poker and the stakes, but it. It's not a poker movie. This isn't rounders, you know, where I, it I don't it. think it matters. The point is player X is winning all the time. Player X exactly. wants new players. Player X wants yep. a challenge. So they get right. in a semi professional. Right. That, that's all you and need that, to know. And that works. 
No, I said earlier about how I wish the poker scenes had a little bit more of that Sorkin-y from the beginning. Mm. I, I still wish that's true because there is tension in those scenes, and especially with Player X, because I feel like there's ways to to build the tension. Like, is he that good, or does he just throw money around? You yeah. know, and I feel they no, could have no, done it. The, the in, one in that time way. I did think it had style is when they were comparing two hands. It was two full yeah. houses. One was queens, and then the, the yep. kings come up, and it does this cutaway and explains it, and it shows the cards in close up. That's yep. the the only poker scene with style, I think. Yeah, and I, and I feel like some of them more because it's such at that point in her life, it's it's the driving force. I would have liked to see that. Like you don't need that when she goes to New York, or you know, or or even as you know later on. Yeah. when she's talking about it but here in this early time where she's running her own game finally and with player x who yeah, again let's talk about him with sarah is he's such a little shit like uh and he plays sarah, it so well sarah play you know you know how he has that look where you just want to punch him in the face yep he knows he has that look and he plays it up mm-hmm. for this movie and it's fantastic yep. and Apparently he's an amalgam of three three famous people. Yeah, the uh, one I keep hearing is Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire, Leo DiCaprio, who they're like best buds in real yeah. life, and then Ben Affleck. And so I kind of knew this going in because I had seen some things. Mm. And so I'm trying to pick. I was like, okay, is that a is that an Affleck? No, I, I feel like Affleck just he had the money and he. Aff- Affleck I'm sure plays he's it a, too cool, doesn't he? Exactly right. And I was like, is this DiCaprio? Does everything we know about him wrong? And then I was like, it's got to be Maguire. Because no yeah. one, nobody. And then at one point, I, I read that, and I missed this in the movie. She calls him a green screen little shit or something. Yeah. Put that together with, with Spidey. And yeah. yeah. You, you can kind of guess. Uh, but if, if that's even dramatized a little bit, which I'm sure it was, hmm. what a prick. And Sarah just plays it at that. Where he has this shit-eating grin. Yeah. The, uh, the, the smug prick look is turned up yep. to 11. And it's... yeah, and, it, and it's perfect. Compared to her, where, again, we know that everything's through integrity. Yeah. So you have this, and he knows that. And he's a poker player, and he's going to turn that strength against her. And Definitely. he ends up stealing her game away. And that that's what starts the unraveling, is when she gets that game taken away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and that's it. That that's where she she has to take the the pressure onto herself, yep. and she's like, okay, this is where the drugs come in, you know, and and that's the the start of the end. Yep. But. And then I even like how she she thinks about the drug use and even rationalizes it. She's like, well, I was taking stuff to stay up, and then when I was up too long, I take stuff to go to sleep, and it created a cycle. And I never felt at any time like, yeah, she was an addict, but you never see her spin out of control, which I think. A lesser director storyteller could have done. No, you see her get to the edge, but she yeah. always has just enough awareness that she. I mean, the the pivotal scene for her is she realizes that it's gone too far. So oh. she's like, "All right, okay, I've got the Christmas break. I'm going to take two or three weeks yep. off, no drugs. I'm just going to, okay. you know, get it out of my system." And that's when she comes and gets beaten up by the mob, and it's brutal as shit. Yeah, so she she relocates to New York after getting her game taken in L.A. And basically the mob knows what she's up to and basically tries to run the racket. And she's like, you know, thanks, no thanks. Everything I do is above the book. And, you know, and her driver is, is connected. And yeah. that's how they end up knowing where she lives. And 
that was a brutal scene. That reminded me in, in True Romance when Gandolfini comes for uh, mm-hmm. Alabama. But that's done in a, you know, Tony Scott, Tarantino style. Yeah. Ass kicker turns. Uh, this was just straight up visceral. It's very raw, eating. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, and yeah, and Sorkin doesn't pull away, which again, I, I came into this review thinking like, yeah, that's the biggest problem, Sorkin's direction. But then when I start looking at certain scenes, he balances it perfectly. I think what it is is he's very competent and he he wants to show what he's written. But yeah. he doesn't he doesn't necessarily do it with a flair. Like this here, we say, oh, it's powerful, it works. Yeah. It's because yeah. he it, it's it works here, he just sits and watches it. Whereas in yeah. the poker games, he does the exact thing. He just sits and watches it, but right. there's nothing going on in the same way. Whereas that is dialogue for the most yeah. part. Whereas here, it's it's visceral. It's it, there's you know action yeah. happening. Yeah, awesome. man. So it's, I'm as I go through this, I'm liking the movie even more. It, yeah, I, his, his direction works it. more in some scenes than others for sure. And and, it, and see, it's been like a week since I've seen it, so I definitely I feel in this culture where everyone's just trying to get their thoughts about things out as quickly as possible. It actually so, pays off to, to kind of wait. And yeah, think sometimes about it. letting it yeah you know, mull in your head a little bit. Yeah, it yeah. helps, doesn't it? It does for for reals. And and I'm I'm liking it beyond the two reasons that I've I've mentioned numerous times. Oh. <laughs> you know, that's good. So we've talked a lot about the main cast and how good they are, and mm-hmm. you know, we just mentioned the side cast with with Mother Sarah, etc. Yeah. But I'd like to mention the the smallest role that is the best. That would be Idris Elba's daughter. Yeah, she cracked me up. Well, it's it's their relationship, her and Molly, yeah. and the, from the first time they meet, and you find out that Dad's been giving homework, and it yeah. again goes down to the overbearing Dad. Uh, the the line that kills me is, "Why do you give her homework? Well, because her mom lets her watch such stupid ass things." <laughs> yeah, you know, and it just you get a vibe of him and his relationship with the daughter where. He might be overbearing, but he's doing it for good reasons. Yeah, and I like you get that he's trying so hard, but he doesn't necessarily know what he's doing. You get it from exactly. that scene where you know she comes in because oh, I had to write. He made me write this assignment on a three yep. poems with a theme, and right. he's like, "What? What are the poems?" She lists the I don't know what they were now, but she lists these three yeah. poems, and 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 I'm always like, "Wait, what's the theme there?" She goes, "Poems yeah. with one word titles." <laughs> and they like, look over at him. He's like. Yeah, that's it. That's the theme that counts. Yeah. And that's it. It's like he has no idea what he's doing. He's just trying anyway. And you can appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and then he assigns her the crucible. And that's, again, where where Molly's like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, people were never burned at the stake at the Salem Rich trials. And right there, she just has the little girl. Yeah, that's it. That's that's another one of those sorking factoids. He just pops into his dialogue. It's like he can't help himself. I just feel like he has too many facts in his head, and he's like, "Right, where can I fit this one in?" As as someone that does this routinely, because that's the type of conversationalist I am, I I'm all for it. Yeah, like I I think it's why I enjoy his his stuff so much because I'm the exact same. Yeah, yeah. Just like why not? And it's it's almost like I just. Uh, I just help his character gets a, a bead on who Molly is through the how he talks with the or how she talks with the daughter. Yeah, you know, and that that only goes through the you know through it later. And I, there's a scene where she's teaching her poker, right? I didn't yeah. imagine that. Yeah, that was another good one. It's like, what are you doing? And and it's played for laughs. So it's yeah, she was pretty good. She's yeah, pretty good. definitely. 
Uh, and then S speaking of Aldra, Aldra, I keep doing it, Idris Elba. I'm just you know, combining the two names. Yeah. That scene that you talked about earlier where yeah. he's at his most, like that's the one that snapped me into like, oh yeah, this is a Sorkin movie. But I wasn't bothered by it because the way that he delivers it, I'm like, oh, man. It's so good. I, I don't know if he's going to get any nominations for the Oscars, mm -hmm. uh, Elba that is. If yeah. he does, you know when they, you know they always show the clips of their them moment. Yep. This is it. That speech. Yeah. This I, is the I, Oscar I, clip. Yeah, that is the clip, and I kind of hope he's nominated for the supporting actor, just yeah. so I can see that clip. Uh, you know, three times that night. <laughs> definitely, I definitely think too. If they wanted to, to throw it in for, I'm pretty sure this will be up for best adapted since it was based yes. on her book. Uh, I'm sure that that could be one of the scenes too. That's true. So, I, I will be shocked if this isn't for best adapted screenplay. Yeah, it should win. Like that, if there's any lock, and I, I know we're, we'll do this later, this should be it out of the movies I've seen. This I, year. I, I haven't seen all the ones that are going to be adapted, you know, you know yeah. nominated yet. So I'm not going to say, oh, it should win, but it should definitely yeah. be nominated. I can, yeah. I can guarantee that. Gotcha. So, so I think yeah. that's uh, everything on the film. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll move on to ratings. I think we do that on this yeah. show. Um, we do. We I, do. Right? I, I, regular viewers will notice I, I'm not the the standard host. I'm filling in. No, I'm I'm pulling double duty. Yeah. So I'm. And I'm, that's just because we we share admiration of of Sorkin and Jessica Chastain. I think. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, when, the love. No, we found out that we were both seeing this, and we tried to put together. Just you know, we do think it's going to be up for numerous you know awards, and it it should be. Yeah. You know, talked about through through us anyways. Let's add to the noise a little. So, and and Pete just can't because sometimes he's you know a funny daddy. Yeah, he's a bit of a boring bastard at times, isn't he? Yeah, sometimes. I'm, I'm just but, assuming uh, he's never listened to this. No, and that's fine. I mean, he does have to edit it, but he knows the edit points, so we can say whatever we want about him. He'll just do the start and ends, and then yeah. he'll check a random point in the middle. Hopefully, it's not this bit. No, look good, but so. uh Usually, you know, I, I co-host this normally, but uh, what, what's your what's your rating for this? Uh, so, I, you know, we, we mentioned how, uh, you know, you mull over, mm -hmm. over over the week or so that we've seen it, and, you yeah. know, ch thoughts change. When I came out, I gave this an 8 out of 10, but I think mm -hmm. now I'm bumping it up to an 8.5. Yeah, I am in the same exact boat. I gave it an 8 coming out, and I was like, that was really good. I, I almost expected it to be uh, better, and I came out, I was like, oh, well... That was a good movie. Like, I don't feel bad for, for taking it, you know. Yeah. I went right after work and, you know, coming home rushing, getting to the theater, yeah. all the stress. It was worth that. But, you know, picking it apart here, it definitely earned another, you know, half. So I also give it an 8.5. Mm, good. That's what it's it's, it's yeah. rare that we're so, uh, you know, in sync on these things. In sync, yeah. I mean, and and weirdly, I had you go first just because usually Pete makes me go first, and he does the same. Throws to me. it at him. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, I think I know how he feels, and he'll he'll throw me. I mean, our Justice League review is a a good example yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, uh, but when when I had the number in mind, I was like, oh, pleasantly surprised when we came to the same. So I guess that that's it for Molly's game. Do go check it out. You made it this far. I'm sure you've already seen it. If you haven't. I think even going through the spoiler section, you should go see this. It's it's a movie you should see on the big screen. Uh, definitely, it's, for sure. It's, it's definitely worth seeing before award season. Yeah, it'll be worth mm -hmm. your time. 
but yeah i i hope you enjoy it or did enjoy it and you know let us know in the comments either way and uh, with that we'll do the the plugs you can get us on twitter at mild underscore fuzz and you can find us on patreon i think i'm gonna butcher this now we are patreon.com slash mild fuzz tv i believe if not links in the description anyway so just yeah. click on that one that's safer uh, any other important links are down there as well. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I won't butcher everything because, again, I don't normally do the hosting duties. I usually tune out at this section and let Pete ramble on. <laughs> as do I. And that's why I pass this to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I, I tend to meander. So it's better if someone keeps me on point. I'm kind of, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah. as much a guide dog as I am a stray dog. Yeah, so. you do have that problem. Yes, I so, do. Uh, uh, check out our Game of Thrones reviews if you want any of that. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> they're yeah. all over the place. They, they got sprawling, but they were fun. Looking forward to that in, in another year and a half. <laughs> Ooh, boy. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time. And I don't know what Pete's usual sign-off line is, but I think it's something like keep watching movies. <laughs>